Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live. 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! You're listening to The Voice, the Summit Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk? Let's go! This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to the hottest, most off controversial, off the meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! Welcome to the two time Spin Award nominated. Two-time stellar award considered controversial off the beat radio station in the land. It is your boy, the Shaman's boy, with an all-star lineup just for you. Live on 365 Daily, and you can catch us on FB Live at TPP Radio. Let's go. Starting with the exclusive interview with your boy, the Shaman's Never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to the Spin Award nominated. It's the Psalmist Voice. Reload it right now on TPV Radio.
It is, it, is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, are you ready to walk? Let's go! What's good, family? This is your boy, the Thomas Voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, 
The family is in the building. Coming up first, he is the chaplain. Chaplain Emmanuel is in the building. And of course, we have Coach D with his show premiering this Saturday at 4 p.m. The locker room with Coach D. We got Brother Don. And of course, I can't forget my spiritual father. He is the Apostle. Dr. Forrest L. Walker. What good family? Amen. What's good, family? Amen. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Well, God bless you, gentlemen. Thank you for coming on the show. Y'all could have been anywhere, but I thank you for taking the time out to come on the show. We got a lot to talk about, so let me go ahead and get all of the plugs out the way, and let's get it. Let's go. Of course, we like to do our little comedic session. You know, I try to be a comedian, but that's just not my anointing. But anyway, (laughs) it's 67 degrees. It's fair, sky, sunny. Today's high in the CTX, 73 degrees. Love it. So, if you're going to have a picnic, cookout, whatever it is, enjoy your day. Spring break's over for the kiddos here in Texas. They go back to school tomorrow, so it's all good. So, anywho, that's my weather forecast over here for the CTX. And I know Chaplin, he's all the way in Dallas. So, Chaplin, how is it in your neck of the woods? Are you there, Chaplin? Or are you there? Brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Hey, man, right now, Thomas and family, it's currently 70 degrees and sunny on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Now, I know most of y'all think around the country that, oh, man, that's just great weather. But let me remind you, this is almost the end of March. And in my region, we are already at 90 degrees. So it's still on the cool side for us, believe it or not. But we have no clouds (laughs) in the sky, sunny day. Some is know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And uh, we're going to have a low tonight of 52. So we're experiencing spring like I've never seen it before. Uh, normally it's like 90 degrees and 80 degrees at night, but right now we're sitting at a nice 70 degrees. Beautiful day outside. I love to look out the window, but I, even at 70, Solomon, man of God, I put a jacket on, a light jacket when I go outside at 70. So I know I made some people yes, mad, sir. but uh, <laughs> that, that's where we are on the Mississippi Gulf Coast right now. Amen. Amen. Apostle, in my hometown, Plainfield, New Jersey, how is it in your neck of the woods? Well, over here in the East Coast, Psalmist, it's about 63 degrees, but it feels like it's kind of a heat wave over over here today because it's, uh, man, we've we've been down in the 30s and the 40s, so 63 big degrees. We're, we're, we're not doing too bad, almost catching up to 70. 
but uh, it, it, it's beautiful looking out the window. Uh, nice little uh, breeze coming through there, but it uh, feels good. That sun feels great. Amen. Amen. Well, I made a miscalculation in the introduction. So let me retract and tell the family who's at the door. He is the pastor of Light of Hope Fellowship Ministries in Hawker Heights. He is also the founder and CEO of Blessing on the Block. Look for his mobile vehicle in an area near you. And he's also on TV. Just saying. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pastor Byron Sango. What's good? What's cracking? What's cracking, family? Yeah, I appreciate you. Appreciate you having me on. Hey, uh, it's just another blessed day. I'm glad to be on with the men of God, these great men of God. And, hey, let's get it in on the day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, family, we got a lot of news to cover. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. The Summer's Voice Radio Network has been officially considered and is a candidate for Internet Radio Station of the Year for the 2021 Stellar Award. That is awesome. Now, the best way to vote. Yes, uh, man, it, it has been such a busy week. Between my own personal things I'm, I'm going on with, having this announcement kind of gave me that extra boost in my battery pack. Well, if y'all know the joke in the business, y'all, y'all don't get it. But some of y'all that know me personally, y'all know what I'm talking about. Just saying. But anyway, <laughs> to vote, this is the easiest way. Go to www.thestellarawards.com. Dot com. There is a link where you can vote. We are in Category 5, Category 5, and we are listed as cpvradionetwork.com. You will see us. Hit the check. Hit the submit button. Vote. Share. Repeat. Share. Repeat. We are excited that this has been year two, and we praise God for the doors that's opening right now, and I cannot tell you that even though we got a lot of haterade, we thank God that God can open doors that no man can shut. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's my cliche throw-in, uh, Pastor Sego. I had to throw that cliche in there because, I mean, I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right, 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 right. We are also also members. The Thomas Voice Radio Network is also members of the the Sigma Academy, which is the Stella Award Academy. We are also in charge for voting for the artists of this year's Stellar Award. That Mm. is huge. So, family, if you are an artist, you are nominated for the Stellars. I'm talking about label artists. I'm talking about indie artists. And you are considered for a Stella Award. We got your back. 
We will give you the vote, and we will help get you to the next round. So, again, we're able to help others. Even though if we may or may not make it to the final round, at least we can be a a positive influence on an artist that's out there that's actually making waves and making a difference in the the Christian and in the gospel music arena. So we are happy and excited about that. So like our page, the Summer Voice Radio Network, uh, the Summer Voice Radio Network, like our Facebook page, you'll see the promotions on there. There is a link that you can click on that will make it easier for you if you want to do it that way. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram, all that stuff. And you can vote from there as well. Or just go to our website, www.tpvradionetwork.com. So that's it for that. Also, check out your boy, the Simon's Voice. I will be on Darcy Patterson, the reality coach at 99.1 FM at 4 p.m. today to represent TPB Radio and what we're accomplishing here as a ministry. Also, here's another one, y'all. The Summer's Voice Radio Network and the following shows have been nominated for the 2021 Spin Award. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, has been nominated. Also, Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones have also been nominated. Also, the Thomas Voice yes, Reloaded has been nominated again for a fellow, I mean, I'm sorry, for the Spin Award. And also, as a network, we have been nominated again to be a part of the Spin Award. Now, it's a lot. Right now, we're just pushing out the Stella Award. Once the Spin Awards come along, you'll see that also on all of our social media outlets, and you can vote and help us get to the next round, the next level, and we can get there. We can get to Atlanta, or if Stella has a live show this year, we can get there too. Just saying. But we appreciate you, radio family, for sticking with us for all these years and seeing what God is doing, because this thing ain't about me. I thank God for my team of ministers, Pastor Walker. I thank God for Pastor Sego. I thank God for Brother John. I thank God for Sister Deanne. I thank God for Dorothy Patterson. I thank God especially for my wife. I thank God for Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. I thank the entire TPV Radio family that has been walking with me for the last two years as a team, and the best is yet to come. I thank God for all of you, and God bless all of you for all of your respective ministries as well. Shout out to my kiddos, CJ Tajanik, Ian Tyreek, Tajanik, Tajane. I love you, two pieces. God has been good. Thank you so much. And, of course, to my beautiful wife, Denise. She has been awesome. Congratulations to her also. She goes back to work. She's been waiting for a long time to go back. So she's going to start on Monday at 7 a.m. So that's all my plugs out the way. Woo. All right. So, Pastor Sego, 
you have the floor. And then Brother Don, then Apostle, and then we going to get it in. What's good? What's good, family? Hey, appreciate you again. Uh, hey, congratulations. Uh, salute TPV Radio Network. All those shows has been nominated and considered. Hey, that's big. That's big. That's big. That's big. So congratulations to TPV Radio, um, all of those shows. And, hey, I'm just I'm just honored to be here, be a part of uh, this, this, this TPV movement. Um, I want to thank thank God, thank my wife. Um, look, man, we've been we we've been busy. Um, you know, a lot of fellowship ministries. A, uh, everybody that's riding with us, like Hope fellowship ministries, Daily Gospel Network. That's uh that's that's doing their thing with our uh, with our show on that network. Uh, blessings on the block community outreach. Uh, we've been we just been moving and shaking. Uh, we was out there on the streets yesterday, out there in the hood yesterday. Uh, feeding people, serving God's people out there in the hood yesterday. Um, um, just, I uh, just thank everybody. Uh, we, we, we're out there. We're getting ready to get out there again here in a couple weeks. Uh, we have uh, we got a street revival that's coming up in August, where we're gonna revive in the street. We're gonna feed God's people. Um, so I just, I just thank God. God is moving everybody's life. Uh, and doing the right thing for God in the in the in the, in the right way, and I, I hope we do understand that you know we cannot put the God that we serve, this big God that we serve, in a little box and and, and seclude that God uh, in the in the in the four walls. You know the gospel is out in the streets. There's so many people out there in the streets that's hurting, and 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 people the people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care and that's a word right there they don't care how much you know until they until they can see how much you care so i encourage you ladies and gentlemen hey we we, we gotta we gotta let god people that 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 feels that they're unreachable we gotta show them how much how much we care and when we show them how much we care then we can bring the gospel of christ and they're accepted in that way so much love that's it i'm out I'm done. Brother Don, well, we got an exciting week yeah. with Brother Don. So, Brother Don, you have the floor. Hey, amen, amen, amen. Praise God. You know, some of this first before I got to, I know I got to give up my shout out to Jesus Christ, but man, I am just so overwhelmed with joy for the ministry, TPV ministry, and what God's doing with it and what God is showing the world that just a little bit of vision and faith, a lot can be accomplished, you know, because I was there in the grassroots stages, kind of, I like to say, you know, and just seeing what God was doing, but, you know, it's just truly amazing to see not once, but twice, you know, this uh, little old radio station out of, out of Killeen, Texas, is put on a national stage. So that's nothing but God. Yeah. So with yeah, that yeah. said, I gotta give a shout out to my Lord in Christ Jesus. My Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Well you know he never stops amazing us. Even with your testimony today, it's truly amazing. He never stops amazing. And I wanna give a shout out to my wonderful, beautiful wife. Um, just learning and loving on her. God gave me a just an awesome lady. And I want to give a shout out to TPV Ministries also, just to, to really thank God for 
you and First Lady Nisi stay in the past, staying the course. Even though it was rough sometimes, you guys endured, and that's what it's about, consistency and endurance. And I thank God for you guys. And I want to thank God for my children. And if you happen to be around tomorrow, uh, you can help me or, or your thoughts is, can come and prayers or whatever for my baby girl. She has a birthday. She's the last one, y'all, and she turns 15 tomorrow. So I thank God for her and all that she's done and who she is and God who, is, who God is creating her to be. And I want to give a shout-out also to the family. Family, you deserve a shout-out because you are part of this as well. If we come to you each and every week, Ministering the word of God, you are here receiving, and that's just the fruit of what God's doing in this ministry and these ministries. And with that being said, I want to give a shout out to all the men and women of God a part of this ministry and just being diligent in their purpose and following what God has given. And I want to give a shout out. I got to get a plug in, so I'm sorry. To the locker room. All right. The kickoff is Uh-oh. going to be. <laughs> March 27th at 4 p.m., Men's Disciple Ministry. We're expecting God to do big things. It's going to be an exciting time, family. Um, tune in to us. See what God's doing. we got an awesome, awesome coaching staff, awesome, awesome content. And we're just going to get down and dirty, like I say, where the rubber meets the road. That's where we're going to be. So tune in, 4 o'clock. March 27th, the lock, Men of Purpose locker room is about to kick off. Amen? Amen. Well, you have the, you have the intro in the background. Y'all stay tuned to the locker room. Y'all seen the video. Y'all got to check it out. The locker room is about to bust some doors in and get the men of God back where we need to be. Just saying. Also, I got to give a birthday shout out to uh, Minister Siron's twins. They celebrate a birthday today as well. So God bless you on behalf of TPV Radio. God bless uh, both of you for your birthday. And enjoy, enjoy, and enjoy. So last but certainly not least, we have the apostle in the building. So apostle, what's your shout out? Well, Psalmist, I bless you and God bless you all, men of God, that's on today. Listen, my shout-out is to my wife and, and my daughters and uh, the New Vision Ministry family, those of Illuminated Word family, uh, Bishop Keith Lightsey. Uh, we just thank and praise God for Bishop Nick Kaiser and Bishop Gregory Gittins. Uh, my shout-out to TPV Radio, amen, for your accomplishments. Pastor Chris Newton, amen, and him and his wife, they're doing a great job over there, young people in the gospel. So uh, everything over here is good. Uh, not not too many things going on just as yet, so no announcements. But uh, blessings and peace to all of God's people who have not counted it a robbery to tune in to TPV Radio, amen, with the psalmist, Voice Radio. God bless you. Back to you. Thank you so much, sir. And, of course, we are live on Facebook at TPV Radio. Just click the link. Join us on Facebook. If you can't, join us on the radio. But if you want to call in and join the show, 
please do 515-605-9873. We will definitely put you on the show. But today's hot topic, and I apologize for not being on yet uh, last week. Well, guess what? Well, the Samus Voice has a wire loose. Now, I shared, I shared this with Apostle, and he said, don't say that. Don't say you got a wire loose. Just say something's wrong. Well, well, I definitely... <laughs> well, I, I, I have a wire loose, y'all. Now, if all of you don't yes, know... Sir, amen. <laughs> I have I had some surgery recently and I have uh these leads that's inside my spine which controls my pain and all that stuff. So what happened is one of those wires are have disconnected, so now I'm being shocked by the loose wire, so it's causing me to have pain and and having me doing a Macarena without me knowing it, yeah, all, it's crazy. But it's all good. It's all good. I got to go and get another surgery. I didn't want that, but they have to fix it. So it's coming up, so I'll be on the shelf for at least two weeks. But until then, I'm going to keep rocking and rolling and muscle through this thing. Just saying. But anyway, keep me in your prayers, family as I keep you in our prayers. So, family, we're done with all the shout-outs, all the plugs, so you know what time it is. Right? But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No! I said, are you ready? DPV Radio Family, the familiar, my brothers in the faith are in the building. Let's get it. Let's go. So, Brother John, Pastor Sego, Apostle Walker, are you ready to walk? Let's go. We're ready. We're ready. Let's get it. Let's go. Well, of course, we like to lay the foundation with some good music, but we got a lot to praise God for. So we have first up on the docket, we have Anthony Brown with Blessing on Blessing, the remix. Then we have King and Country with Amen. And then, of course, my go-to song, when you're going through anything, this is a perfect song to listen to. We got Lecrae featuring Tori Kelly, I'll Find You. You are listening to the hottest, most off-the-meat rack Christian radio show in the land. This is Thomas Boyd, Reloaded. And when we come back, family, we're going to eat. We're going to talk about being arrested in your development. We got the solution to the problem. So when you come back, get your pen, your paper, and your Bible. We're going to learn something today, and we praise God for the word that's coming forth. So we'll see you in just a few minutes. Keep it locked right here on the Thomas Voice Radio Network. We will see you in a bit. Don't you dare move a muscle. 
This is ARC. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. This is the sound of the voice. Mom, this could whack. Just play with your phone. Bethany Brown's song, the new version of Blessings on Blessings. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a drill. It's the B.O.B. Bell. And it's about to get real. It's about to get real. Everywhere you look, you got a 
Jenkins of Destiland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! It is, it is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the Psalmist Voice. This is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready, ready to walk? Let's go! thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Today's hot topic, arrested development, 
here we go. Now, normally, I got to put a testimony out there, and here we go. So, lately, I've been on such a beautiful spiritual journey, reuniting with old pastors, friends, like never before. And I'm learning more and more each day as I draw closer and closer to God and in my relationship with God. Now, but the path, sometimes you go through trial. And the adversary, the enemy, who always wants to see us defeated, right? He does that by attacking our bodies and our minds. He makes us think we are rejected, abandoned, not worth it. He tries to put confusion on us and so many other things that are contrary to what God says about us and what and what he wants us to do. Now, the sad thing is that sometimes we believe it. And when we do, it begins to manifest in our lives. Got the t-shirt and the hat. And I remember when I was deeply depressed and many times it was not pretty. It wasn't nice to see. It almost consumed me. But, thank God, I surrendered my thoughts and all of me to Jesus. And I was able to defeat the devil and his head game. It didn't happen in one day, but gradually until I gave up myself, I was definitely in a battlefield. So we have to ask the Lord to take captive of all our thoughts to the obedience of Jesus Christ. As the scripture states in the word in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. I'm reading from the NIV. We demolish arguments in every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. We can take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So, family, that was the TPP icebreaker for today's hot topic, Arrested Development. I got the family in the building. I got Pastor Say Go, Brother John, and Apostle Walker in the building. And we've been really getting in on this, and I really believe, brethren, that that testimony would help somebody out there because I've been through it. And I don't have a problem being transparent about it. Because, again, it takes a village to raise, right? That's the old saying that we grew up with. But in the kingdom of God, we don't have that same concept. Well, some of us. Let, let, let me retract that. Some of us don't have that same mentality. So, therefore... We got a lot of saints out here that's arrested in their development in their mind. There's a twofold here. We have the mind, and then we have you. Two different things. Now, we've noticed that the seasons 
that we talk about that's in our Facebook pages and all that stuff, the season of abundance and all that, we have to understand that God is transforming all of us. We are in a season where we need to reset, regroup, and understand what's keeping us hostage, keeping us from moving what God wants in our life. I believe this is true for all of us, family, but we have to understand. We have to be in a posture to make the difference. We have to be in a position to make the difference, to make the change. So if God can change us, he can change everything that we're going through in our life. Now, of course, you know, I got some questions that's on the table. And we'll start with, with you, Pastor Stego. Now, what happens when our posture is out of alignment? Do we stay arrested? Your thoughts. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Look, and and, and you're right, bro. Is when we're not when we're not in line with with God and what God has for us, we find ourselves uh, uh, going on a on a on a on a whole different path that that that, that we're supposed to be on, and then, and then we, we we do find ourselves. Uh, 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 continue to be arrested and, and, and worrying because we're out, we're out of position uh, where God wants us at. You know, so real talk. If if, if we not if we're not in line, listen to me, people. If we're not in line with what God has for us, or in line with God's word, or in line with 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 the with with, um, with, with the things that that God um, uh, tells us that we need to be doing, if we out of line with that. And not in line with that, we're gonna find ourselves out of position, and then we're gonna find ourselves still tied up, still bonded, still arrested in those things that God wants us to get out of. So, only thing God is asking us to do, hey, look here, look here, man, get in line with, 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 with what I want you to get in line with. Get in line with my son Jesus, get in line with my word, get in line with what I'm trying to tell you, with what, what I want you to do, because. I got something I need you to do, but until you get in line, you gonna find yourself still, 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 still flexica to what you're in right now. You you gonna find yourself tied up into what you're in right now because you ain't in line with what I want you to do. I need you to get in line, and when you get in line, you gonna find them them them, them flexicas gonna start gonna start snapping off. You gonna find them 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 chains start breaking. You gonna find all that stuff that that that's, that's binding you and keeping you up. You gonna find that stuff breaking off. Now, does that mean that in the midst of all that? Then we still gonna find ourselves in some trouble. We gonna still we gonna we we, we gonna we gonna find ourselves in some in some issue. That 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 don't mean that. But in the midst of all that, we gotta keep it pushing through all that stuff. Continue to stay. Well, let me say this: we we, we gotta we gotta keep it pushing to stay in line with what God wants us to do. And then the stuff is gonna start falling off. All those things we we, we gonna find ourselves continue to be arrested. And that stuff that 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 that's keeping us uh, where God wants us to go, because God can't God God can't put us any in any position God wants us in if we're not in line with what God wants us to be. 
God can't do it. God wants to do it, but God can't do it. Because what we do, and here's another cliche again, as I always say, we got a pocket, we got a pocket for the cliches with no power. We always say, well, I'm just going to wait on the Lord. That's great. That's what the Bible tells us to do, to wait on the Lord. But in the midst of us waiting, we got to wait while we wait. What that means, we got to continue to serve and do what God wants us to do while we wait. And while we continue to doing that, while we're doing that, God is going to come through with what God wants to come through with. So waiting on the Lord doesn't mean that we sit around with our hands in our pockets. Waiting on the Lord doesn't mean we, we sit around and just say, well, I'm going to twiddle my thumbs. I'm going to wait for the Lord to move in my life. It sounds good. That's, that, that, that sounds real good. But in the midst of us waiting for the Lord to do what, what, to, to do what God is going to do, we still got to do something. We still got to work. We still got to serve. We still got to continue to to get in line with what God wants us to get in line with, and then God is gonna move in our lives, and those 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 things that's arresting us are gonna start breaking away. But we got to do it. We got we we we, we got to want to do it. You feel me? So that's that's that's, that's my word. Amen, brother Don. Same question. What happens when our posture is? Is out of alignment. Are we still arrested? Amen. Amen. You know, this is uh, right on point with, with with some of the things I've been studying and how important posture is. I think you mentioned that in the last show about posture, and we touched on it. But posture is, is critical, and. What happens is, and we got to understand, you know, just like in the natural, a chiropractor aligns the back. Well, the truth is what aligns our posture. So if our posture is out of place, we have to see what level or area of truth that we're missing in that point of our life. Because, you know, we're all, and I'm just touching, we're going to cover this Saturday a little bit, because I was studying David when he fought Goliath. And... The message in David defeating Goliath is awesome. That is an awesome message because we all are going to face giants in our life. But let's back up just a little bit. Before David got on the scene, you had hundreds and thousands of warriors there, men of war, men that were accustomed to winning in battle. But this particular giant changed their whole posture. It changed everything about them because the truth that they held on in every other battle they couldn't hold up against this so they reverted back to a place where they didn't believe they had the power they didn't believe they had the ability they didn't believe they had the tools to, to, to defeat the giant Goliath and little did they know Goliath was already defeated even before they got there even before he walked out and taunted Israel, he was already defeated. But the thing is, what I'm getting at is God is going to put places, places in situations where we have to face certain things to see what truth or what areas of truth we continually need to show up in our lives that our spiritual posture is in align with him and his will in the word. Because that's going to be critical when we go into battle. See, because we're always, always in a battle. We're always minute you open your eyes, if you bless to open your eyes each morning, you are in a battle. 
you are in a battle. And a lot of times we reject those giants or facing those giants because our view of God is so distorted in some areas, we don't give the opportunity to see what's going to be infused in us to make us those warriors that we need to be on the battlefield. So if you do not allow that truth to permeate, if you do not allow yourself to go through these things to not really back up and cower down, as Pastor Gatsego said, well, I'm going to just wait on God. You know, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. That means you got to get up no matter what's going on, and you got to keep moving forward. See, the kingdom of heaven is about progression, not regression. So we, no matter what we're facing and what we're going through, we have to find that truth. If we're having difficulties to align our spiritual pro, uh, um, spiritual posture, that we can go forward. Because you know, like I know, I've had a bad back. My back has been kinked and my I was sideways. And I couldn't do anything. I was helpless. Until the chiropractor laid me on that table, said, okay, here's the problem. He did his little push, snap, pop. And I, I got up off that table feeling like a new man. I was ready then. But see, that's the, what the truth is supposed to do for us spiritually, to continue, continue to have our posture in line with the will of God and the word of God. So that's my take on it. Amen. Amen. Well, Apostle, I know you got the breakdown for the breakdown. You have the floor, sir. Amen. Well, you know what, uh, Psalmist and brethren, I'll tell you what, this is a, you know, we're talking about what happens when, uh, you know, our posture is uh, out of alignment. Well, uh, I think we need to just think, uh, I need to just regress back and let's look at uh, arrested development. Sometimes what we yeah. do, we handle the, the term arrested development very casually. Again, we'll say somebody has a hat turned backwards, pants, you know, they're wearing the big pants, wearing the whatever. And, and, and we kind of give arrested development that name. Oh, they're arrested. They're, they're, they're 60 years old. They're looking like they're trying to look like they're 20. A little weird. That's what we call arrested. But I think we need to really look a little deeper and let's say, you know, this arrested development uh, comes by way of many different things. Uh, there could have been some kind of trauma in the life of an individual, uh, especially at, at childhood, you know, or maybe during their adolescent years. There's some kind of trauma that has transpired that has caused them to have now this uh, uh, psychological drawback, you know, from society. And, and I think we have to be mindful of how we really look at it, uh, so so we don't we don't give it a bad um, interpretation, if you will, and because we have a tendency to, to abbreviate everything. That's arrested. That's arrested. Just like we used to do with uh, demonology. Well, that's a demon. That's a demon. so. So I think we need to look at maybe somebody. Uh, I, I guess if we're looking at a. Uh, uh, Maybe someone that's suffering from a clinical means of uh, arrested development versus somebody that simply doesn't want to grow up. But but still, it has something to do with the psychological mindset of the individual of why they don't want to, you know, grow up. Something is happening in the psychological realm 
that is causing people to, you know, uh, guys that get married, they still want to act like they're young guys. Uh, you, you, you get young guys, they would act like they're ballers, shot callers. So, but what has transpired that they've seen that has traumatized their life or impacted their life so much that has caused them to have this? And, and I think because we don't really have all the time the best information, it's easy to classify somebody as being arrested without knowing why, what's behind uh, that uh, situation. There's a, there's a young man who uh, lives down the street from me. I look at, you know, he, he wears the pants, but you can tell he's arrested. He has something psychological that has happened. He's not able to communicate. He's not able to interact. He's not able to uh, conduct himself, maybe as you or myself. So, so I, I think now, you know, if we want to look at it in a, in a simplistic way, somebody that's trying to be something that they're not uh, and they want to operate in that, well, that's because they're not willing to operate in their own uh, skin, be their own self, not operate as who God has designed for them to be. But there's an insecurity about themselves as to why they were trying to be something else other than what they should be. So, so and you know, a psalmist, you, you, you picked a good topic, but it's also a very serious topic. And, and that by no means can we shortchange it as to what, you know, it's entailing and, uh, and uh, how we're going to deal with this. A lot of it is not just, just simply through prayer. A lot of it is not just through reading the scripture. A lot of this is going to, is contingent on um, psychological, psych- psychiatric type of intervention, and uh, you know, uh, other other type of intervention other than just spiritual. So, uh, so I don't know. Today, I just have a different uh, outlook on it, sir. That um, we we can't just call anything anymore just by what we see without knowing what's behind it. And let me just say one more thing. It, it's like anything else. Uh, uh, a man that goes out and cheats, you have to find out why does he cheat. We Rather than just label him as a cheater, you have to find out well, what causes him to want to do that. What causes him to feel that he needs to have multiple partners and, and things of that nature before he can actually, um, you know, um, you know, be, be the winner in life like he, he ought to be. So I, I don't know, Thomas. I, ho- I hope I'm not throwing a monkey wrench in your work there. <laughs> no, sir. No, you're not. Um, basically, this is this is where we're going to get into some surgery, and your expertise is definitely going to uh, come through as we continue on with this series. Now, here's my take on it. Now, individually or collectively or Psychologically, we can block or hinder the work of the Lord in us and through us. And just like our vertebrae, we can hinder nerve functions. Got the t-shirt and the hat. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, when they are out of alignment, just like Brother Don said, 
we got an issue. We can't walk right. We can't run anymore. It's a problem. So we got to find a solution for us to get through the problem. Now, if it's psychological, then it's okay to go find help to get you where you need to be. See, we don't say that enough as a collective body of believers because we just pray it away. We just shanda and honda it away and we think it's good. But sometimes it's spiritual soul ties. Sometimes it's just a mental thing and it's okay to find help. I am not telling you not to. So for the individual, you got to know the difference. Whether you're going through a mental attack or spiritual warfare, battlefield of the mind, you got to know the difference. Is this a spiritual attack? Or this, or this is an issue that I have as a person that needs that help so I can get unarrested, so I can develop in God and develop as a man or a woman of the faith. Just saying. So... This is the problem that most of us have, gentlemen. It's called pride. Uh-oh. Pride can cause us to speak down to others, hurt others, condescend others. We can try to change people, right? And we can try to help others through our own effort. By our own strength, which ultimately leads to what? Burnout. Now, we go through the motions in prayer, right? We said that already. You know, we go we'll automatically throw the oil on them. We automatically try to pray it away. But ultimately, believing that really is up to us. Now, if it's psychological, again, get help. If it's spiritual, go to your man or woman of God. Go to a close friend that can help you through the spiritual weeds to get you where you need to be. We can end up depressed or cynical. Uh oh. And become powerless to change the lives of others because our eyes. Focus only on the natural and not on God and what he has for us. So, here's a big one that helped me. The Lord held up a mirror to my soul. Here's a question, gentlemen. Why is it so hard for us to take the mirror that the Lord already has up for us. Oh. Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Oh man. Well, I think I think one 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 reason that we don't want to take the mirror and look at ourselves is because when we look when we, we put that mirror up, we're gonna start seeing stuff. So we're gonna we 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 gonna start we gonna we gonna start seeing stuff uh that 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 uh that God is that, that God is, 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 is illuminating in our lives and stuff that, that, that we gotta work on. 
You see what I'm saying? So we have to look at ourselves. We have to put that mirror up every day, not just one time a day, not just on Sundays, not just on on, on, on Resurrection Sunday. Uh-oh, we, we have to put that mirror up in our lives every day. Every day, no matter no, no matter who you are, no matter your title, no matter no no matter how many churches you got, no matter what you got, no matter no 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 matter how big your 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 ministry is, no matter what it is, we got to put that mirror up every day because we are all flawed. We are all flawed because and and and, and the word I spoke I, I spoke about on Friday is that is, is that we have to stop thinking so high of ourselves. We, we have to stop so think just stop thinking so much about ourselves because of because of what we have and what school we went to and where we've been. We got to put that mirror up and we got to understand that once we that when we look deep into that mirror, that we gonna see something that we need to work on. And we all got something we need to work on. And it's difficult because when we put that mirror up, and we really put that mirror up, and, and, and we and we really start asking God to to, to God, uh, 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 show me my flaws, show me what I need to work on. I mean, for real. I ain't talking about just doing it just just to be checking the block. But I mean, when we do it for real, when, when we go to God and ask God for real, God help me, show me, and God starts peeling back that onion and starts showing you or showing us that we ain't all that. Then we, we we really don't like that because everything that all of our flaws start 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 coming out. God starts showing us everything that we need to work on. So I think that's the, that that that's the that's the difficult part about it because when we hold that mirror up and we really go we we, re, we really go to God truly go to God and say God hey reveal some stuff to me show me some stuff show me show me where I need to work at show, show me where, where where I'm flawed at. Sometimes we can't take that. Sometimes we some, sometimes we can't really take that because 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 we think we think we 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 think we got this area good to go. We think we straight over here, but when and, and but in reality, when we hold that mirror up and ask God truly to show 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 me show me me, then we realize that man, I I I didn't even have it going on over here like I thought I did. I got I now I got to go back I got to go back from I got to go back to scratch and I got to work on this thing because I thought I had it going on and God just showed me for real that I ain't even I ain't I ain't even I hadn't stepped out the door with this yet. Mm. So mm. I think when we hold that mirror up, we're afraid because it's going to truly show us the trueness of who we are, and sometimes we can't take that because now. When, when when God shows us that, that means we got we, we, we got to go back to scratch. And God is saying, "Hey hey son, hey daughter, you ain't got it going on. You ain't special. You 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 just like everybody else. And and, and you you just like everybody. I, I love you. You you my child. Just like this person over here is my child. So you got some stuff you got to work on. So that's it. That that that's my thought right there. Yes, sir." Well, Brother Don, I got my new Easter suit. I'm about to preach the gospel, but the Lord held up a mirror. Why is it so hard? Your thoughts. Amen. Well, you know that mirror is a tough spot. And, and, and you brought it up, and I had to choke over when you brought it up because, 
see that mirror, you got to have a degree to stand there. And that mirror is going to check where you are with the standard that you proclaim to hold. And that's going to be tough for some folks. That's going to be real tough for some folks. Because when you stand before that mirror, that mirror, that mirror is going to represent the standard of God. And it, you don't have that humility enough to be able to face it and say, you know what, I do need to change some things in my life. Just like Pastor Sego just said, you know, we sometimes I've seen people walk around like they're a bag of chips and all of that. You know, but they have the same infallities that everyone else has. I mean, just because you titled up, and you know, nothing against titles, because you titled up, you got this big church, or you do all these what you call great things. Where's your heart at? Where's your heart truly? At? And that right, mirror is right, going right. to get to your heart. Where is your heart? Are you doing these things for you, or are you doing these things for Jesus? So sometimes that self-reflection can be the most troubling time. You know, I, sometimes it'd be easier trying to face Mike Tyson in the ring than trying to face yourself in the mirror. Because it's going to bring you that reality to know the areas that God may be displeased with. That God is trying to get your attention. That he's trying to pull you up. See, because everybody wants a big ministry. They want a, uh, uh, the, 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 the accolades and the titles. But you got to be pulled up into that. And sometimes that road isn't very easy. And I know the men of God on this call can attest to that. Sometimes you've got to go through some things. And you have to humble yourself. And sometimes the hardest things that you must go through are the things that's within you that has to come out. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Some of the, 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 the sins, the, the unconfessed sins and different things that, that God wants to bring out in you to shape your character. See, because when you stand in front of that mirror, and if you allow God to do what he needs to do while you're in the mirror, when you walk away, your character should be just a little bit better. Mm. Your view of God should be a little bit greater. So the mirror is a very complex, vital, and necessary thing in the life of the believer. And we, we should often, mm. often, you know, I was just reading a scripture about judging. The other day when Jesus said, judge ye not, lest ye be, let ye be judged. Now, we're, we can judge, but we got to judge by the standard of God and the standard of God that's in us. We can't judge by some philosophy or theology all the time because we're not living. Then we become hypocrites. That's another, sure. another, uh, that's another uh, series, another thing, um, another show. Because, see, that, that's the thing that, that we must really get down and internalize is that mirror is, between the men, that mirror is God. And that's our time. And that's his time reflecting to me what he sees. And sometimes it always isn't pretty. Now, I can attest to that. Like you say, Thomas, I got the T-shirt hat and the mug on that one. Some of the things that he sure. revealed my heart about me. That was displeasing to him That he wanted me to address in my life And there has to be a willingness Also once you see these things You have to be willing to Address them Not on your behalf but on behalf of the kingdom Now that's the way I put it Everybody might have to be different My conviction isn't everybody's conviction But I want to do it for the kingdom 
That's my focus. That's, That's right. my goal. When I stand in front of that mirror, it's for kingdom purpose. Because I know if I do it for kingdom purpose, hey, Brother Don going to be right. God's going to get him right. okay. He's going to get where he right. needs to be to be in this world to be fruitful. You know, because sometimes in that mirror is a pruning process going on. And and in that pruning process, it, 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 it's meant to bear fruit. We are meant to bear fruit. We are fruit bearers. That's right. And that's what we're designed and created to do. So if there's some things that, that may not be or may be holding you up from bearing fruit, and you're going to see it when you get in that mirror. When you get in that word of God and that reflection of you starts going up against the standard of God, yeah, it, it's going to be a difficult time. It's going to be tough sometimes. But it's necessary. But, family, I'm here to tell you it's all for your good. God is not going to do anything. The Lord is not going to allow anything to, to bring harm to us, but he will do things to challenge us for our good. And that's where the view of God has to get bigger, family. You know, we, we all want to, you know, kind of view God as this, this big Santa Claus, blessing, blessing on blessing type thing. But there's some things that happen for the betterment of us, and they're not easy. But they're necessary, you know, just like when we discipline our children. You know, that's not always easy, but we know it's necessary. So the mirror the mirror is a vital place and we, we can't we can't shun it, we can't just avoid it because we all gotta continue to go through it. You know, because in that mirror, if we spend enough time, we'll hear those those faithful words, those good and faithful service enter in. And that's 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 what I'm striving for. Amen. Amen. Well, Apostle, I'm going to pull on the doctor in you, sir. Here's the well, question. Okay. <laughs> now, I, I want to ask that same question that they had. I want to ask about that mirror. Yes, that, that, that's what I was about to ask you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, I've been mirror, focusing man. on, I've been, I've been focused on that mirror because you know what? <laughs> many of us, many of us yeah. do not like the mirror because the mirror uh-huh. brings a reflection. All right, mm. it, it, it brings a reflection, uh, and many times I used to hear people say, you know, I, I, I see what I am, and I may not like what I am, but then we'll say, well, I'm not like what I used what? to be. And we can settle. We, we we can settle for that. Well, not what I used to be, uh, and, and we justify that. But uh, because many times we're in self-denial, in that mirror, listen to me, brother, because we get in self-denial about ourselves and we want to lie to ourselves, there's something called, especially in a driving, when you're driving a car, there's something called a blind spot. Some of us have a blind spot because we don't want to, own up to that we actually are bad as we really are. We we want to keep saying Uh-oh. I'm not as bad as I'm not as bad as the situation seems. Yes, what? I may have cheated. Yes, I may have did this. You're looking at a there's a blind spot. You made it you moved over in the lane and you didn't think nothing else was coming because your mirror you didn't check all your mirrors. Mm. And and when we don't check all your mirrors, you so I didn't see that. I didn't see right. 
You didn't see yourself heading into another relationship. You didn't see why you're arrested because of, of who you are, what what the rings in your tree is, what your history is, what your upbringing has been. All of those things have um, have aided in your arrestedness that you may have, uh, regardless of your title, regardless of your position, regardless of your status. That that arrestedness has blinds at you to make you feel that you are all right and then when you get into action you know what you do you're ready to blame it on somebody else rather than take full responsibility so that mirror mm. is designed Great to stuff. help you but but in every mirror you're supposed to adjust it you you got to adjust it when my wife gets out the car i adjust it not to her i have to adjust it to me i'm driving and, and many times we're trying to adjust it based on somebody else's expectation, but you must adjust it to your expectation and where you are, and you get a right view of who you are, the seat and everything else. Back to you, Solomon. Mm. Woo! Well, I don't know if I can lay the smack down better than that, <laughs> but we're going to keep this going. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep this going. So, <laughs> our journey, of course, our own journeys brings us to uh, this particular time in our walks or in our seasons where we need to be in a posture. Now, of course, I got the T-shirt and hat, and of course, let me let me break it down even further because you know I, I like to be transparent about stuff that's just what God has me to do so in one season in particular I'm going to bring it out and brother Don can attest to this I had been hurt church hurt burnt out and felt like I was no longer capable of leading or preaching or unqualified to preach the gospel. Now, in the midst of this, the Lord called me to this assignment. Of course, I had to look in the mirror, die to my pride, die to what Chris thought he knew, and as I was crying out, to God asking him to make me strong again because I was broke for real I was broken for real I had to figure out life all over again and all these folks telling me that you're not qualified to preach and all this stuff guess what I was brought back to the first Love, which was singing. Now, it's been a minute, but the words of why I am the psalmist is what repaired the hate, the hate of rage, all the stuff that people said, all this stuff. He distinctly revealed to my heart that he was taking me in a different direction. Now, I didn't understand what God was telling me. 
especially going through all this stuff. So he sent people my way to give me clarity. Brother Don was one of those. Pastor Seiko was one of those. Now the apostle is one of those. The Lord held up the mirror to my soul and showed me that my posture was out of whack. I didn't care how how long you preach. I don't care who who qualifies you, son. Your posture with me is out of reach. It's out of alignment. I had been successful, but I was relying on Chris. Uh-oh. I was relying on what Chris knew. I was relying on what Chris was taught. But guess what? He wanted his spiritual influence over me to grow stronger in him. Not for me to make my flesh stronger on my uh-oh own. Uh-oh. Yeah. So when God when I ask God to remind me who he is, what he has done, what he continues to do, and what he is able to do when we take time to ponder Jesus' love and sacrifice until it leads to a profound gratefulness to our, our Savior and our relationship. And when we realize how he meets our deepest needs and the needs of others, it can change the game forever. Embracing a posture for prayerful dependence and relationship upon God means acknowledging we can't do nothing on our own. Yep, I said it. We can't do nothing on our own. And that's the problem. Yes. We have to remember as first Peter chapter five, verse five, God resisted the what? Proud and gave what? Grace to the what? Humble. That's a hard thing for some of us. That's hard. Now, our heart posture matters. So, I want to tell you, family, to check your posture. It's okay to look in the mirror. It's okay to have flaws. But the thing about it is, you've got to be man enough, a woman enough, to know that in order for you to grow closer in your relationship, not your religion, your relationship with God, you have to be broken. I'm just saying. So, here we go. Let, let, let me let me throw a little question in the hat here. So, our goal, gentlemen, is to what? Be Christ-like. Have a Christ-like character. So, how can I have a Christ-like 
character when I'm still arrested in my development. Pastor, say no. You have the floor. Wow, man, that, that's 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 a that's a really powerful question right there. So uh, there, there there is no way there, there there is no way that we can be Christ-like if we're still uh, 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 arrested. Um, in, in our development, and, and, and let me say, um, as as long as we're here on this earth, we, uh, we, we we're going to continue to grow. Um, um, uh, we, we we our salvation continues to grow. When in the end, you know, we we, we we look we look for glorification, but being Christ-like is is is, is more than just uh, uh, hugging on somebody. Uh, be, be, being Christ-like is more than just um, uh, telling somebody that 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 I love you. Be, being Christ-like is more than just laying your hands on somebody. All right, being Christ-like is a life. Being Christ-like is a life. It is a it it, it is a it, it it is the way that you that, that that you live. It is something that you do from 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 the moment you wake up. To, to, to the moment you go to bed that's if you're real about being Christ like that's if that that that, that is if, if if you on about being Christ like because what we can't do and people listen to me what we can't do is we can't be Christ like on one day and then not be Christ like on the next day that's not how it works that's right so 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 I I, I think that 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 uh, being Christ-like is something that we continue to to, to strive to. We continue to work toward. Uh, we, we continue to try to do that every day to be Christ-like. We're never gonna be Christ, but we can we, we we can be Christ-like. And the way and the way we're Christ-like is by the way that we live, by the way that we carry ourselves, by the way that we treat people. Uh, we can't treat we, we, we can't we can't treat people like 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 a dog one day and uh, or, or, or hug on somebody one day and then treat them like a dog the next day and then say we Christ like. Oh, mm. we can't do that. We can't do that. So it, 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 there is there there is a certain uh, there. there we can we can be we can we can have our flaws and be and be um, uh, arrested in certain situations and still continue to to strive to be Christ-like because we are ever developing people. God is working on us all the time. God is trying to mold us and shape us all the time. And what God don't like right. the way we the, the way we turning out, what God gonna do? God gonna God gonna knock us up off the wheel, and God gonna pick up that same clay. Not no new clay. God gonna pick up that same clay and put us back on the wheel and continue and continue to work on it. So, I, I think us being us being Christ-like is is, is continuous. Uh, us being Christ-like it should be continued. And we need to realize in our heads that 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 our that our work that that God is ever is continuing to work on us. Um, but we can't be off one day with trying to be Christ-like and then be on the other day. So I think there's a there, there's a sense of uh, restedness that we that that we can have while we continue to trying to be Christ-like because 
is every day. We should we, we should strive to be Christ like every day. Uh and we're not perfect. We're flawed. Just like just like Apostle said, just like Brother Don said, just like you said too, uh Pastor Chris, we flawed. And we gonna have bad days. But we have bad days on purpose. I hope that makes right. sense. We we, we, we we have bad days on purpose. And those purpose of those bad days is to make us better and to make us more like Christ in those bad days that we have. I'm finished. Yes, sir. Well, we got another brother on the line, and he's coming from all the way in California. He is the youth pastor. We got Pastor Nehemiah Fulbright with his hat on fleek in the building. What's good? What's going on? God bless you all. It's such a pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. I don't know how much you caught with the show because I know you're just getting out of church, but we got a question on the floor, and I would love to ask you before we get to Brother Don and Apostle, how can I be Christ-like, Pastor Nehemiah, when I'm still arrested in my development? Your thoughts. Mm. I love the question, and I love the what Pastor Sago said uh was that, you know, this is an ongoing process. You know, when we hear the word Christ-like, uh, that says Christ-like. It doesn't say Christ. You know, we're trying to be like him, but we're not Christ. And that's one thing that we must remember that, like uh, the pastor just said, we, we definitely have flaws. Christ doesn't have flaws. He's God, but we do have flaws. You know, the Bible comes in, and it's really particular in talking talking about the person who is evil was that one that's practicing sin so if you practice sin it's something you do on a daily basis but that also lets me know that there's some people who even though you're in christ you still can sin you still have the ability to fall into sin now the thing mm, that i the thing that we have to realize as well is that arrested development means that you're arrested when you're arrested that means you're bound that means you're slave to this. You're slave to your development. But you have to realize, and this is where your faith comes into play, that you are a new creature. And Christ came to set the captives free. So if you're in Christ, you are free. You are free from sin. You're free from the penalty of sin. And now you have the ability to become a son and a child of God. That automatically makes you Christ-like. Nothing that you're doing makes you Christ-like. It's by his power. It's by his love. Now, when we realize that and that understanding, we should want to grow and to be like him, to know that I can have self-control. I can't conquer this. I don't have to act how I used to act. I shouldn't want to act how I used to act if how I was acting doesn't align to God. Can I still act like that? Yes. Does that mean that Christ doesn't like me? No, it doesn't mean that. But God doesn't want you to practice that because then you're showing that you truly don't honor him. You truly don't love him. I love what Pastor Sego said that, you know, we can say all day, I love you. The world can say, I love you. That doesn't mean that they're being Christ-like. You have to have an understanding and your mind has to be renewed on who God is. 
Praise the Lord. Brother Don, same question. How can I be Christ-like when I'm still arrested in my development? Your thoughts. Amen. Amen. You know, I love what Apostle had, had pointed out uh, earlier in the program about the whole point or the whole term arrested development always has a back to it. And before we come... We must, you know, look and examine what the backstory is. But when we talk about Christ's likeness, you know, everything that was said was right on point. But one thing that I understood, because I had to ask this question about Christ's likeness. And what is the main ingredient to be Christ-like? Consistency. If we look at the life of Christ, he was consistent in everything he done, in prayer, in ministry. See, and the problem with if, you know, and, and just during this, listening to this program, the problem that I see is inconsistency. So does that mean that people are suffering from arrested development and may not even know it? You know, they're on fire one day, then you don't see them. Exactly. They, can, they can do, you know, good this day, but the next day they're, they're, they're absent cricket. don't hear. So I know for Christ's likeness is consistency, you know, because then that's what I've been trying to achieve a little bit more, being consistent with my prayer life, my reading, ministry, everything about it, just being consistent. So when you come to me, you know exactly what you're going to do all the time, 100% of the time. And I think with this, this, this topic of rest development, we're hitting on some key issues that we'll look to pull away from that consistency. And until we're ready to deal with either professionally or spiritually with those things that have us arrested, we're not going to find the consistency we need as fathers, mothers, husbands, sisters, um, you know, husband, wives. We're not going to find it out there because there's an underlying current that's going on to shake you off your square. That as long as you can be inconsistent, then you're ineffective. And we all want to be effective for the kingdom. Everybody does. Everybody that approaches the word of God that says they love the Lord, at some point in time, you want to be effective for them. And for us to get to that point where we can be effective for Christ, we have to deal with these issues that we're discussing today about the We have to deal with some of the things that are plaguing the body of Christ that we can get back in tune that we can get back on one accord because this thing arrested development and, and I'm learning more and more every time I come on the program and I listen to the men of God's ministry. It, 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 it's almost like an affliction or a disease that if it's not treated, it will progressively get worse to the point where before you know it, it's out of control. And for myself, I don't want to be that way. You know, I want to I want to get these things knocked out right here at the door. I don't want to be this way anymore. I want to, you know, if this is an area that that I'm suffering with, you know, I want to get it straight. I do, but I think that the the Christ likeness part is not only done through loving the Lord, but consistency as well. And if you're suffering with these things called arrested development, that means your mind can never be transformed. 
you're still stuck trying. You know, you, then then you then you have no other alternative but do what the word says. You start conforming instead of transforming. So if you steadily conforming to these things, you don't have the consistency you need. So you will never get to that point of Christ like. Now that's my take on it. Because I think that once we get to that place where we're willing to be transformed, we'll see a change not only in our lives, but our whole environment will be different. It'll look different, sound different, you know, because we're, 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 we're being transformed. Because, you know, all this is, like you said earlier, Solomon, this is a battlefield that's in the mind that has to be won. This thing is, is not just something you can give a shot of penicillin to and be good tomorrow. You know, this is warfare in the mind that we're attacking. And that's some of the strongest warfare that can happen within your mind. You know, because our thought process is all messed up. Our, our communication is all messed up. Everything is messed up when we're in that state of arrested development. So it's really hard to say, I'm going to be like Christ-like and without being religious about it or ceremonial about it, but in relationship with Christ, that I can overcome and do the things that he mandated and commissioned me to do here on earth. So, my take is we must first address these issues before we say we're Christ-like. Because when you're Christ-like, like Pastor say, go and, and uh, 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 Pastor Fulbright said that your life is going to reflect your Christ likeness. But if you're in this place of arrested development, you won't have any reflection. You'll just be operating. You will not be doing the things out of love and conviction. You'll be operating based on what someone else has, has put on you. You're not truly getting to the point where you're being affected. Amen? Amen. All right, Apostle. You're up. We want to put your other hat on with this question. How can I be Christ-like when I'm still arrested in my development? Put the icing on the cake, sir. Your thoughts. Well, you know, uh, I want us to be very mindful today. My, my, my thinking process want to have on, yeah, I do kind of have on that doctor cap on today because, uh, you know, uh, and I, I thought about when you said, well, we're wrestling. I, I want to say, Thomas, you talk for yourself. Don't talk about me. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes what we do, you know, you ever hear somebody say something uh, that they're in a negative, and first thing they'll do is say, well, you know, we're all kind of messed up. Yeah, whoa, 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 you know. So, so, so I'm like, you know, hey, talk about yourself. But no, there, there is a level of wrestling development with everybody. Everybody has. Now, the, the difference is the, the degree. The degree in which a person is arrested makes all the difference. We now, uh, you know, I've learned never to say always and never. And because I've said those things before, and I messed up. <laughs> I'll never do that again. And I found myself doing the thing that I said I wouldn't do. So so I, I'm, I'm very mindful of the always and the, the never phrases. And uh, but but we 
we can't have a relationship with God. You know, um, I, I look at, if I can give you a, just a little personal thing about me, there's things that I grew up in the environment. As I said earlier, sometimes the environment has shaped who we were or who we have become. The environment of our past has shaped that. We, we, we sometimes want to deny that our upbringing was all good, but really when it was, when it was bad. So, so I had a bad upbringing. It, it affected a lot of things that I do, or I did, and, uh, you know, it affected my relationship, uh, you know, with my wife. It affected a lot. Of, so, so I was arrested. When, when I should have been able to stick to one relationship, I was not able to do it. And, uh, and it was only by the help of God to help me get out of that. Now, when, when the brother, we talked about how do I have this relationship with God, and I'm, uh, I'm arrested. I was arrested then. The arrested development, maybe, that I would say if I had now, is not as severe as it was once upon a time. Once upon a time, I was very arrested, all right? And I might have fought you over the idea that I was arrested if you told me I was arrested. So, uh, uh, but, but I'm able to see clearer now and understand the errors of my ways, where I was, what I was dealing with, why I was at the deficit I am. And so we can have it. But I'm telling you, even though God knows this, uh, you know, sometimes when you're not able to express to God exactly what you what you want, God knows. God knows how to give you what you want. Uh, for, for instance, let me give you an example. You remember when Joshua was fighting in the battle? And uh, the enemy was, uh, the day was fleeing. The day was getting dark. And so he prayed and he says to God, let, let the sun stand still and, and let the moon stand in the valley of Agilon. And it says God allowed the sun to stand still. Now, uh, did the sun really stand still, brother? Think about that. And, and the reason I bring this illustration up is because God knows what you're trying to say when you don't. So, so Joshua asked for the sun to stand still. But I'm asking you, brothers, do the sun really stand still, or does the earth no. does the earth re- revol- revolve around the sun? Uh, the earth revolves around the sun. Uh, but but Joshua asked God to let the sun stand still, and, and the scripture says that the sun stood still. Now. Uh, God knew what I believe that Joshua what Joshua meant because in that day they didn't have the scientific uh, availability that we have today. We know the earth rotates around the sun. But what I'm saying is even in our restedness and things that we're not able to properly ask God for, God being so gracious knows what to give you because he knows your heart. Amen. He knows your heart. So sometimes we haven't always just actively said, oh, God, I know I'm this, and God, I know I'm that. No, we didn't, we didn't know what we were. But because God being gracious, the gracious God that he is, and the merciful God is, he knows your heart, and therefore, oh, this is what he really needs. He's asking for help. He just don't know how to ask for help. But I'm going to intervene and give him the help. So I believe there's always help for anybody that, is, uh, that has an honest heart that really wants to do the will of God, God will be able to aid them through their process. So, so, so in the rest of development, I think we have to look at the meter. 
were, were you a gross arrest, arrested or were you acute arrested? Uh, did you go from acute to a gross? You know, or well, hopefully you came from a gross to an acute. It's not as bad as it once was. And we're constantly learning every day how to um, surrender ourselves to God and to let God get the glory out of everything that we're doing. So, so there's hope for us, brothers. There's hope. Amen. Amen. Well, this was deep, and we are out of time. So I'm going to put a stamp on this one because this was meaty. This was juicy. So we're going to have final thoughts from the family. We're going to start with you, Pastor Sego, and go down the line, and then we're out of here. Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Boy, hey, I appreciate everything. Uh, uh, Possum said something really good uh, as, 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 um, as we use those, as the Bible uh, tries to, uh, the writers of the Bible uses the, the, the words and, the, and illustrations as best they can to get their point across. Um, absolutely, that that was great. But um, again, this was a uh, this was a great subject, um, and we just we just got to continue to understand and know that, um, that 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 we can find ourselves arrested in situations, arrested in life. Uh, but with with with, with God, um, God can uh, through through Christ, God can God can unarrest us, so uh, God can position us and and propel us in what God wants us to do for God's glory. Amen. Brother Don, final thoughts. Amen. Man, this was this was an awesome, awesome, awesome time. Awesome topic. Really enjoying it. You know, but and, and just kind of piggybacking off what everyone said. When Jesus was on Calvary, just before he died, he said, It is finished. That being said, everything all avenues, all possibilities, if you believe, is available to you. There is nothing that's not available to you if you don't have. So even with this series, go back and listen to it, you know, and we talked about the mirror. You know, stand in front of that mirror and, and, and reflect and, and, and speak because this is some stuff that life changes that's going on here right now. This is just another feel-good message. This is stuff that we can actually God can use to transform your life. So I really implore you to go back and get some of this and just really kind of study and examine. And, you know, Jesus paid it off that we can have these opportunities that we can come before if whenever, if and whenever we need. Amen? Amen. Apostle, final thought. Well, well, uh, I want to thank the brothers. Thank you, Psalmist, for just allowing me to have on the different hat today. And uh, I, I just, like I said, I learned that, you know, through a lot of uh, psychology uh, interaction and intervention that sometimes the way we look at a situation uh, is, is usually based on, is based on uh, uh, having... Uh, some basic information about it and then drawing a conclusion. But, you know, for instance, like I said, if, if I've been in drugs, sometimes drugs can cause one to be arrested. But then if I'm in drugs and you see me around somebody else that looks like they're in drugs, people will make me 
automatically a drug user again because of the former information they had. Uh, I'm not I'm not what I used to be, and uh, and I'm happy about that. I'm happy that I can honestly say I've learned to look in the mirror and accept the facts that the mirror has shown me. But but one thing we have to say in conclusion, James said that man that looks in the mirror. The mirror shows every one of us who we are, which is the word of God. It shows us us. But the problem that will happen is when we go away and we forget what manner of man we really are. That's where the issue comes in. But brothers, grace and peace. Thank you for this time, Thomas. Be blessed. Sir. You too, sir. All right. Pastor Nehemiah, final thought. We're out of here. Amen. So what a a blessed message today. I'm I'm always blessed by the men of God and the wisdom the Holy Spirit has granted you all to share. You know, and uh you know, just this subject is something that's very real today. You know, and it's a lot of people who are who are battling, you know, with uh mental health, you know. And the mental Amen. health arrested development we can call these things those terms or we can even look at the term that the Bible says that these are strongholds, you know, and the, the word of God gives us a remedy for strongholds. Uh, there's so many things we can do to overcome these things, but we must always remember to have first, have a repentant heart, have a heart of repentance. Always keep this mindset that, hey, my way might not be the best way. And so if you don't have the best way, turn to God's way. And the only way you're going to understand God's way is if you dive into his word. To understand and learn of him If you don't do that You can't humble yourself To take time to see what God says about a situation Then you're always going to think that your way is right And that's you being arrested That's you being stuck And the Bible says there's a way that seems right unto man But in the end there's destruction You must be able to look Like the men of God Everyone said it today Into that mirror Which is the word of God That will truly show you yourself don't look into a flawed mirror or a flawed reflection. Don't look into a silly mirror. You want to look into a clean mirror that can actually show you who you are. And once you see where you are, like the apostle just said, do something about it. Repent. Follow God. And as you be obedient to God, that's when we get to see the change. That's when we get to see the power, the miracle working power of God himself. Be blessed, brothers and sisters. Well, family, we're out of time. Man, it goes so fast. But we're going to see you next week for part three of this series. And we're going to talk about being arrested development as a new believer and a seasoned saint. Y'all don't want to miss it. So, family, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the Thomas voice, when you see Brother Don, Pastor Say Go. Pastor Nehemiah and Apostle Walker in the mall, in the store, doing their thing for Jesus Christ. Walk with us, family. Let's go. And don't forget to vote, family. Go to the StellarAwards.com, Category 5, and vote for the Thomas Voice Radio Network. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you next week.
Texas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.